Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. everyone uh welcome to leg hall i'm michael leg that was um that was another thing tune wasn't it look it's not it's not getting any better is it the thing tune but i it's it's not my fault okay uh dan marsh did that's the third time now he's done a thing tune uh and he swore he he, he would he would improve but he, look he can't do it if you could do a better one send it in Anyway, it's that's not the point. This we're, we're hi, we're at leg hole, and that's the main thing. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've got this far past the theme tune, well done. Um, I, I, I cannot believe my luck today because another person has fallen in to the leg hole, and they are without a question. Uh, one of my favorite human beings on the planet, but that's sort of a bit show busy when people say that. <laughs> Fuck it, they're also uh, without a question. Like, a true comedy great. There, I said it. An actual comedy fucking great. It's Andrew O'Neill. Good afternoon, morning, uh, evening, depending on when you're listening. Yeah. Andrew, I love you. Um, Thanks, mate. Uh, you're welcome. That's not really what you say to someone who, when uh, when they say I love you. But thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's awkward. It's it's awkward, isn't it? It's really it's an awkward. Uh, way to start any conversation, but uh, the awkwardness is only going to continue. I'll tell you what <laughs> I'm going to do here today with you, Andrew. I've got 10 questions for you. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you these 10 questions. And from yeah. your answers, I'm going to, it's very clever this, I'm going to put together a psychological profile of you. Ooh. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Yeah. It's totally free of gift. charge. What a gift to you, because maybe you don't know really who you are. I, I mean, think, to, um, be honest, to, to be honest, you know, people go, oh, you know, what do you want? Like, you know, long-term partner. What do you want for Christmas? And she, and you go, oh, I don't know. I've got everything. I'll tell you what I would like. Well, I'd like to be taken apart piece by piece. 
in a sort of yeah. forensic psychological profile. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, this that's, that's this the gift what... I never thought I wanted. I never realised I wanted. Uh, this is what uh, this is what you've got. This is the uh, mirror podcast. You, are, I'm giving you the mirror to look at wow. yourself. I wow. mean, and and quite frankly, I I wouldn't mind looking at you. I think you're an absolute dream. Oh, thanks, uh, thanks, mate. I'm coming around to this love okay, idea. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Uh, let's see how the relationship goes by the end of the podcast. It'd be <laughs> okay, great, yeah, it'd be great if we yeah. did fall in love and split up by the end of the podcast. If we can get it all in. That would be what amazing. A roller coaster that would be. What a ro- what a gift to the listeners if they ever. I don't don't know if any of the listeners. Have you got any have. listeners? Yeah, Neil, I've got Neil. Oh yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah Neil's so great. I, Neil's great, and I don't know if he's ever got to the end of one of these. But let's see. <laughs> but now that we've given it a sort of soap opera twist, yeah, we'll sort of have to. Yeah, that's right. Uh, right. Andrea, I've got 10 questions. I'm going to be honest with you right now. The first question and the last question are questions I ask every single guest who has fallen uh, into the leg hole. Yeah, okay. But, but the eight in the middle, the golden eight, they're all specifically and specially written just for you and no okay. one else. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Uh, this is a continuation of what we've been talking about anyway, the question, uh, first, the first question. Here we go. Andrew O'Neill. Yeah. Do you like me? Pause there. Pause there and a dry throat. And it sounds like you're running away. Yeah. I do like you. I think I do like you. I I I wasn't I honestly wasn't sure at first not at first when you asked me the question. I mean at first mm-hmm. in, in our lives. Um because you're Oh that's spe- weird, because I I liked you right away. Okay, well, I think you, I think you're quite different on stage to off stage, right. and I'm and I'm. My, I suppose I am. I don't know. Maybe I'm too. But you're quite. You're very aggressive on stage. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that's that's how I was when we first met. You know. Interesting. Interesting. It's, yeah. And it's this is it's not. And also, I'm a misanthrope anyway. So I, my my default setting is dislike. So so it's genuinely, oh absolutely it's genuinely, no you must. Absolutely a compliment. If I, you know, if I come, and it wasn't like I needed to come around. I just like my my first impression. I just wasn't. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I think I wasn't sure who you are. And then, mm. um, and then over I'm the complex. years, I've, I've, over the years, I've come to properly really like you, and well, and, you know, seek out your company and such. So, you know. well, well, that's that's two. This question sort of backfired, really, hasn't it? Because it's not really <laughs> supposed to be a compliment. But but here's the thing. I I agree with you. You must you must hate people immediately. And otherwise, you're going to be disappointed, right? Oh, you, oh absolutely. You absolutely. must loathe, oh absolutely. Can you imagine being the sort of person yeah. who likes mm. people to start with? What, right. What did the constant, you, constant your nerves, down that Your nerves are. must be wrecked. Absolutely yeah. wrecked. Yeah, yeah. It's... Oh, I'm so disappointed. Do you know I'm very rarely disappointed in people due to yeah. the expectation that I set up at the beginning that someone is going to be a liar, deceitful, hateful, yeah. boring. Oh, God, yeah. But, and, I mean, you know, and let's oh, face it, pe- people we... are so, I mean, people are, human beings are, so, I can spend days on end with my cat, right? Yeah. Fully enjoying his company, right? Barely says a word. Human beings. There's, there's, the only human being I can I can spend limitless time with is my wife, and I'm and I'm, I'm incredibly lucky that I found someone mm. who doesn't just by the end of by the end of just a few hours like properly wind me up. No, but I mean, like 
I, you know, it's it's not very politically right. It's not. So I'm an anarchist, right? And the anarchism is is, is contrary, contrary to what someone said to me on the internet the other day, which is, mm-hmm. um, you're an anarchist. You're not supposed to take sides. <laughs> That's what I was um, raining against the comedy. <laughs> I was raining against the comedy unleashed people, and this bloke went, "Oh, for an anarchist, you're not supposed to take sides." I went, "Mate, Jeff, oh my fucking way." Anyway. Um, so it's, it's funny that someone who's a fan of the Comedy Unleashed people not well read. That's, that's, that's a strange. Yeah, that's, weird. That's we might weird. be we might we might be talking about that a bit later on. But I'm cool. Um, right, I'm, I'll, just, I'll, I'll I'm just gonna update, I'm just going to update. I'm just going to update the profile. I put down difficult. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think difficult. I think that's good, fair. Good. Question good. number two, Andrew O'Neill. Mm, mm, now you mm. are. Uh, Mm. Here's one of the many, many things I like about mm. you. I like that you have an in-depth knowledge of heavy metal. You're a huge yeah. heavy metal fan. But yeah. also, you are the author of the great heavy metal book. Yes. Uh, but, um, but but I'm jealous that you've got this knowledge. But here's the big question that I need to ask you, uh-huh. uh, Andrew. Neil. What is the heaviest metal? Is it Iron, Osmium, or Rob Halford? <laughs> Are you talking in terms of like, like periodic table, like yeah, the actual where, where periodic table? Yeah, Rob, Rob, where is Rob Halford on table? Yeah, I mean the thing about Rob Halford is he's within the within the within the heavy metal period within the musical mm-hmm. periodic table. He's not that heavy, is he? He's on the commercial end. Not really, not really. But you know, he's he's no, he's he's one of the inventors. He's fully so therefore... no 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 no. He's fully metal. There's no doubt. A hundred percent un unblemished, fully. And and what's brilliant, what's completely brilliant about Halford is that mm-hmm. he has he has created what is heavy metal. And heavy metal is so fucking gay. It's yeah. And that's a completely wonderful, completely, completely wonderful thing, right? And he's and his definition of masculinity is fully is it's, it's brilliant, right? But of course it is. also he's on the he's on the I mean, one of the things I really properly, fully love about Halford is his attitude to people who wear Judas Priest T-shirts who don't like Judas Priest, right? Is oh, this, yeah. right? His attitude is this. My attitude is, fuck off, right? What the fuck is he That's <laughs> I'll fuck it. I've, I've fucking, I've been in fights because I've been wearing a fucking metal T-shirt. You fuck off. And Rob Halford's is, um, <laughs> no, but you know, it's just uh, like, you know, I mean, it's heavy metal, isn't it? You know, I mean, heavy metal so strong, isn't it? You know, the, the powerful image of heavy metal people are drawn to it's great, you know, just extending the heavy metal family. That was a bit Noddy Holder, wasn't it? But in fact, no, I that, was Vic, that was Vic Reeves doing Noddy Holder. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> which, which I'd just like to remind everybody of one of the best things ever, which when Noddy Holder was on Shooting Stars and Noddy Holder in the impressions round went, Oh, I just want a cup of soup. And they went, No, no, it's going, No, that's it. He's going, No, no, no. He goes, That's me doing you, doing me. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't think I've ever seen that. That's brilliant, isn't it? Preston? No, that's me yeah. doing you, doing me. My impression, of, <laughs> my impression of Tony Tony Iommi is not it's Noddy Holder in a vice. So you go, no, oh, it's great. You know, get down and get within, and you get like you just squeeze it and you get to go down and down and down, and then you get Tony Iommi. Do you know what? I wasn't expecting these impressions, so I put down uh, in the profile light entertainer. Oh well, God, yes. I mean, I'm surprised yeah. that wasn't in there already. I am the yeah. I'm the non-binary heavy metal Bruce Forsyth, which is not to say <laughs> that Bruce Forsyth wasn't non-binary and heavy metal, of course. Do you know what? I'm not kidding you. I don't even know why I'm telling you this, and I'll probably edit this. But uh, and I'll, and by that I mean I probably won't because I've never edited anything out of these podcasts. But last night I spent ten minutes on stage quoting The Empire Strikes Back in Bruce Forsyth's voice. <laughs> why? Do you know why? Because the audience let me. The, oh, 
random bits, and oh, you right, know, okay. and, and I and I kept, you know, I am your father, ready for the very end of the set, because weirdly, after a while, it built up and built up and that's, built up, that's... and you could see in the audience they were going, "He's gonna say it, he's gonna," and I wasn't, I'm yes. not gonna oh, say it. No, that, now that that's a that's a professional, that's someone who knows. <laughs> that's someone no, who that's knows. a light entertainer. <laughs> that is a light entertainer. That's Bruce should be proud of you. Yeah, hold it. Yeah. Now you've got to know because what are the audience? The audience <laughs> they're expecting something. You don't give it to it yet. No, that's absolutely right. Did you go? Did you go deep? Did you go into? Like, oh yeah. Uh, like then I'll see you in hell, and you know <laughs> all that. So all that. Yes. yes. Great. Yeah. So, Great. smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really, really, really. Uh, <laughs> we go. We go to the Dagobah system. <laughs> this is. Yeah. Look, Do you know what? Nice. I mean, you you really picked out a great line there from Empire Strikes Back. Han Solo is. That's not on, is it? Like the guy said, you know, uh, you, you know, you shouldn't go out there. You might die. Go, well, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> Do you know what, dickhead? I was fucking looking out for you. Off oh, you fuck. That's great. That's great. It's yeah. so yeah, it's but shit. that's but that's why Han Solo's so likable because he's one of us, isn't he? Yeah, of course you know he is. I mean, I mean uh, basically, basically, <laughs> you know, you'll die before you reach him. Fuck off. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. You're yeah. taunt on yeah, that's all right. Yeah, you're taunt all freeze before you get to the outer rim or whatever. Oh, amazing. Now, do you think that Bruce Forsyth <laughs> was um I reckon Bruce Forsyth probably had sex with quite a lot of other male light entertainers, and this is not this is not you? in any way. Okay. Like, I, I'm not being like, you know. I just, if you think about it, right? Think about the number of fabulous queers that Bruce would have, have known, and there's there's a there's a little bit of a there's a queer sparkly edge to Bruce. I guess so. I mean, there definitely is, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. you can tap dance that well without, without, <laughs> you know, without having a cock or two. <laughs> yeah, you know, sure. Like... I mean, I've never, I've, I've not done. You know, uh, I'm not trained in dance at all. Well, this was going to be. So I don't really, I don't really know how how many <laughs> dicks you have until you get the dance the right. Critical, the critical mass before you can really the... do a soft shoe shuffle. Yeah, yeah, it's a difficult one. And you know, and you know, he's he's no longer with us, so we can't ask him. Shame that. But wouldn't it be amazing if he was, and we could, and that's what we asked him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Bruce, so uh, okay. On, I can't believe on the yeah. you know incredible. We've got, a, 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 I mean, a legend, a national treasure, Bruce Forsyth. Uh -huh. Your career has spanned, you know, five decades, six decades. You've done you've done more, more variety, more, more royal variety performances than anyone mm -hmm. else. Uh, do, do have you ever had a dick in the, inside any of <laughs> any of your holes, Bruce? Any of them? I mean, anyone Bruce. counts really. Bruce, you, know... you are a phenomenal dancer. I've got a question for you. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, those are the tough questions we've never got to ask him. But, but maybe wouldn't that be a love? That's just I, that genuinely it makes me the idea that that they were you know that like say Sammy Davis Jr. and Bruce Forsyth fucked. Yeah, I mean, that's a lovely. That's a lovely thing. I, I think it occurred to me a little, a little while ago. I was reading something like reading something about Kate Moss and who she's who she's had sex with. Some salacious tabloid thing. And it just suddenly occurred to me that all the really famous people, they all fuck each other. Like, and I suddenly went, yeah, of course. Like, all the best looking yeah. and most talented and famous people in the world. Oh, yeah, of course they do. They all, and then I just it's, thought, well, brilliant. That makes the world a better place. 
It's like, uh, you know, that, that very gossipy photo that everyone gossiped and gossiped about, about Taika Waititi and Rita oh, yes. Ora. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yes. I can't remember the, 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 the other actors now. But everyone's gone, oh my God. It's like, well, what the fuck do you think they do? <laughs> yeah, yeah you, like absolutely uh, right. And, and of course, yeah. in Doctor Who, in Doctor Who, you know. Yeah, I'm fucking? rich, successful and good looking. I will fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Well, it, and, it, and it's genuine. And that's, I'm really not being like, <laughs> like, I just think that makes the world a better place. I think that these people are having a really good sex. That's great. Yeah. Lovely. And well, you know, John, well, John you Pertwee, know, John Pertwee, absolutely was 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 all over everybody. Okay, I'm putting voyeur down. <laughs> down yeah, <laughs> Andrew O'Neill, question number three. Here we go, Andrew. What do you like most about being a stand-up comedian? The travel or the cunts in the audience? <laughs> I mean, I, I tell you what, I do. I have yeah. to say, I do like the travel, and I've I've started particularly since I started incorporating uh, bike packing into it. So I, I load my mm. bike up with camping equipment, stick my bike on the train, go and do the gig, and then go and sleep in nature, thus avoiding the second part of the question, which is the cunts of the audience. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But also, I think there's there's genuinely a thing where um, I don't think any proper road comedian, to use Martin Moore's term. Was surprised by Brexit because we know what no, they're like. No, of course not. Of right? course not. No. Genuinely. No, I know. Did you not have that conversation with people? people all of our friends who weren't stand ups are gone, especially, you know, our. And liberal... some of them who are, but who don't. Do right. Who, who may need them. <laughs> yeah. They were, they, they're all, there's no way this is happening. And, and like for months before, I was like, it, it definitely is. Ha- yeah. It definitely yeah. is. Yeah. No question. Absolutely yeah. no question. So yeah. that's something, and that and that is a, is a counter to my misanthropy, because I yeah. don't get in among people socially. You know, I've got my, I've got my, I've got my friends. I've got my my subculture. You know, metal and mm-hmm. punk and 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 weird arty stuff, and you know, and and that is that is absolutely a, a, a bubble. But then the audiences, you know, when I when I go out presenting my non-binary visuals to a mainstream audience, I know what needs to be done in order to get them over that fact before I start making them laugh with comedy that's more surreal than they paid for. <laughs> so, it, it, it's amazing you just said the word surreal because I think you might be insulted uh, by what I've put down in the profile just now. I think you might be insulted more yeah. than any of the other things. I put down realist because just dis- yeah exactly despite Whoa. despite your uh your your lifestyle approach even right. I, I think you're incredibly grounded that's nice that's a good that's, a, that's, that's another hefty compliment i think i think you see you see things very clearly i think especially that is for because sure of, of, of... You know, more than once had the shit kicked out of me. So, yeah, it's it's weird. We can talk about this because I, I mean, I it's it sounds a weird thing to be um, happy is not the right word, or even do you know? I tell you what's not the right word, nostalgic. But oh, I yeah. do sort of look back to my teens and uh, I'm just thinking, God, I really did get quite a kicking a lot of the time. Yeah, and and I can't help but think. Oh, that's why I know not to go to places, <laughs> and I know not to speak to people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like I, I don't mean everyone. I mean you just take one look at someone, you go, "Yep, 
Oh, absolutely. That's not the person that I speak to. I yeah, do not. Absolutely. Yeah. And 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 I know you know I think we know people in comedy who are the, you know they're the really sort of gregarious, open sort of people. And and I often just think you must have lower standards than me because it's not it's not that you go, <laughs> it's not that you you're going out and finding finding you know the the sort of the wheat from the chaff because it's yeah. just it's just chaff all the way down. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. It's just a big fucking chaffing. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I, I I I do I genuinely do value how how plugged into plugged into you know I'm gonna plugged into the zeitgeist. Being being a stand and and I suppose here's the thing, right? It's being a stand up. So like, I don't imagine Adam Rowe, right? Right, has a particularly a particularly nuanced notion of what the country's thinking because what he does doesn't challenge that. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah, is not to say true. not to yeah. ins- not to insult him in any way, but his his approach is so incredibly mainstream that there's no yeah. there's no yeah. conflict within his relationship with the audience but when you do have a conflict with the relationship with the audience you then that's when you find the gap, the gaps and the cracks and that's when you it's, find what you can get away went, with what you can't get away with how you have to phrase something in order for them to even understand it because here's here's a big thing people are not thick right human beings are not thick which is worse than if they were mm. <laughs> right yeah oh yeah it is because if you ask it's, the average, they've, they've made a decision to be yes, thick. Yes, exactly. They're ignorant. They're not thick. Mm. If you ask the average person, like the average bloke, the average footbally bloke, like ask them the stats mm. of their team, their their ability to recall really complicated statistics is is incredible, right? And yeah, but course. then you know the the number of people who do not understand the political system, they do not understand culture like weird cultures like it so when Vic and Bob because talk, they have a set idea already yeah, of what it is yeah yeah and like and with yeah. and when it comes to like weird art or weird culture like so like say Vic and Bob right Vic and Bob got mm-hmm. massive at one point when they were doing yeah of course night out and they taught it and um um Matt Lucas t- taught supporting them doing one of his weird characters because it wasn't weirdness they'd already experienced he died on his ass night after night after night because yeah. they didn't draw an audience who liked weird stuff. They drew an audience who'd come to understand the way they do weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's but that's what we have to do in being like outsider artists because we're outsider human beings. We have to find a way of getting the straight people on board with our stuff quicker, you know. And then mm. and sometimes I remember the conversation when I first started doing jonglers. You said to me, "You will you will hate who you're on with, and you will hate oh, the fuck, things yeah. that you end up having to do in order to get the audience on board." <laughs> That yeah. was your advice. Yeah. And you yeah. were 100% right on both counts. Do you know what? During those jonglers years, that's when I stopped um, looking at the bill like a week in advance to see how I was, who I was on with. Because why be disappointed for a full week <laughs> when I could just be disappointed for a couple of hours? If you, if you can allow me to classify you in the, in the, outsider, in the outsider artist category, I think it's because I don't put more than one of us on the same bill. Mm-hmm. Right, it's, it, and and on that on that fucking view, right? Do you know how yeah. many times I've been booked um, on the same bill um, as Bethany Black without arranging that myself in all the years oh, right. of the comedy? <laughs> right? on, it zero? was once. It was once, and that's because she was a last minute addition to the bill because someone had pulled out. They won't put right. two of like gender weird <laughs> acts on the bill. We couldn't be more different in our approach, right? She's You're a really brilliant, yeah. mainstream, hard hitting stand up, right? And I'm a absurdist weirdo. They're like, well, don't want, <laughs> don't want yeah. two of them on the bill. 
Well, do you know, I mean, you, you could say that almost about anything because, uh, like, it used to happen. It used to happen all the time with jonglers. We go, oh, there's two Irish comedians on the belt. Oh, yeah, oh, it's God. the IRA are back. Fucking hell, we've infiltrated. <laughs> we finally taken back. <laughs> we dreamed of a united jonglers, and now we have it. <laughs> and it's Fenian night here. At yeah. <laughs> Sorry, madam, that, oh, you're wearing an orange top. I'm afraid you're going to have to cover that up before you go in. <laughs> oh. got, I've every right to sit here and laugh. No, <laughs> you do not. Why are they, why, why are they marching through Jumbling Freddy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, when was the last time you did a Jonglers? Oh, they don't... Uh, I don't know. Can you the remember last your I... last Jonglers gig? Because I remember my last Jonglers gig very well. It was probably, it was probably Portsmouth. I think about like I did a New Year's Eve Portsmouth, and like and those. I mean, you know, those gigs. I just I just do all my comparing stuff really. Mm. Those sorts of gigs, which is which is like they think it's the maddest stuff they've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> I, only, I mean, I never. I never stormed those gigs, but also they're long enough I, ago. I learned, I learned later than that how to how to storm club gigs with my stuff. But um, but also since since um, since COVID, I've not really done any of those big clubs. I just haven't booked them in because I don't think I'm. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, um, well, here's the thing. I distinctly remember my last ever Jonglers gig, and I made the decision when I got to the venue that it was going to be my last ever Jonglers gig. So how long ago was I, this? Uh, well, you know, they were still going. So what's that, five years ago? Yeah, yeah. Six least, years ago? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I'm on my way to um, the new, as it was then, Jonglers uh, in um, Southampton. And uh, yeah. it was in some sort of Oceana nightclub. So as soon as I saw it, I went, oh, God. I, 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 I didn't... I didn't get into comedy to play Oceana Nightclub. Absolutely not. It's depressing. It's depressing doing jonglers. It's depressing doing jonglers in Oceana. And I went, I, I think I need to wrap this all up. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. I, but then I went into the club and there was an act on who I'd never seen before. And he walked into the dressing room, and he didn't say hello. He just went. So when you order food, do they bring it in here? And I went. Uh- <laughs> Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Comprehend tonight. Yeah, did they bring the food in? Oh, wow. I, I, I don't know. I guess they will. And then this woman brought um, food in and gave it to the guy and then left. And as the door was closing, he turned to me and went, uh, who ordered the escort? <laughs> Can you remember who uh, this was? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. Just message, message It was me Josie now. Long. <laughs> Josie Long, who, when yeah. she won her Chortle Award, wrote Fuck Jonglers on her arms in pen. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, that, that one. Yeah, that one. After that, yeah, after that. And then um, there was, there oh was my the clo- God. And then there was the closing act who did not come into the dressing room. And I was delighted that he didn't come into the dressing room because um, he's shit and a cunt. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and I hate him. I despise him. And uh, here's the thing. The. The show manager uh, that night was a, I'd say, a, a 20, 21-year-old, 22-year-old, 23-year-old person called Charlotte. Yeah. And she said to me when I arrived, 
if you want a drink, just come and find me. I'll get you a drink. And during the interval, I wanted a drink. And I knew the closing act was outside, outside in the main room because he wouldn't come into the dressing room because he's so fucking unpopular. Wow. So I went out to find you Charlotte. Need to, you do need to message me these names, by the way. <laughs> oh, this one's Willie Robo. I couldn't give a fuck about him. Oh, anyone. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's oh, a yeah. fucking oh, yeah. solid cunt. And I, I, went, I went to find Charlotte and I saw she's speaking to Willie Robo, the cunt. And um, I know I, I, don't re- I really don't want to speak to him, but I do want a drink. So I went up and as I got closer to Willie Robo and Charlotte, I heard him saying, uh, listen, I'm not saying you're unattractive. I wouldn't kick you out of bed. But at the end of the day, women are supposed to wear heels. Oh, wow. And I... I turned to Charlotte and went, um, listen, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back on stage and I'm going to say the name of the closing act. I'm not going to do anything else. And right. I'm leaving. <clears throat> yeah. I'm leaving because this is bullshit. And, and do you know what? I got a message from uh, Junglers a couple of days later saying, yeah, that was really shit. Right. But yeah, I'm never, ever doing it again. And that was it. I was free. And do you know what? It was a massive relief. Yeah, uh, and then absolutely. of course, and that because I got off the ship just before it sank, right? Brilliant. So it was like, yay, I'm free, and then I could run and skip and do gigs for a third of the money. Yeah, uh, and but, and but, 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 triple but, happiness. Absolutely, but the, you know the, the benefit to your soul is just. I was just, oh, looking, Willie, I was just looking Willie Robo up because I couldn't remember oh, which, which which comic he was. And, and yes, yeah, so I gigged with him once, and it was it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. And he. And he was one of those comics who did the gig and then went out to try and pull. Uh, oh, yeah. Know. He takes his top off. He takes his shirt yes, off at yeah. the end of the gig. He wears a yeah. vest, doesn't he? Every Yeah, he does. He yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he's, he's, currently, he's currently doing things like P. Diddy presents bad boys of comedy, all oh. types of freaks. Are you ready for this? The, uh, the second time I gig with him, I, I don't, so I gig with him once, decided, well, I never want to see him again. <laughs> and uh, the second time he just went, uh, you're the MC? And I'm like, yeah. And he went, uh, do you know my introduction? And I, yeah, I know your name. Yeah. And he went, no, I, I've got an introduction. And I'm like, I give everyone the same introduction. Yeah. And he went, no, what I want you to say is uh, I'm P. Diddy's favorite comedian. Oh, wow. And I'm like, and I'm like, and are you? And he went, yeah. And I went, well, you should try fucking harder then. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what would be amazing? It's like, because <laughs> I've got one of those. Go, <laughs> right? cool. yeah. I, well, I am, I am Neil Gaiman's favourite comedian. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, I was hoping you were going to say you're Pete, Pete Diddy's favourite occult comedian, but no. Do you remember, but, so I, I had a weird thing a little while ago. Um, talk, talking of, <laughs> talking of the, um, uh, the, 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 the patronage of American rappers. I I did a Twitter thing a while ago that was English fifty cent, so I translated fifty cents incomprehensible tweets into into <laughs> English, right? and it really took off. And then so, and then someone I got in touch. It. Someone got in touch saying he yeah. wants to talk to you, and I was like, and the thing is, he is such a horrible man. Oh I fuck did, yeah! I did not want to talk to him. I just I, did, I ended up saying, wow. oh, I haven't got a phone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he, yeah, he wants to talk, and then he, and he cottoned onto it, and then he stopped writing in such a weird way, so I couldn't do it anyway. Anyway, yeah, uh, I mean, that's those, a shame. But those 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 gigs, I, I think that I think that doing those gigs are really useful. I think they make you a much better comedian because when you when you then go back to doing the sort of gigs you want to do, you're a better comic. There's there's less fat on what you do. 
you know. I mean, I think your, and, your, and, your, and solo, I show, think... your solo shows are so funny, and they're Thank funnier you. than than you know a lot of I, I would say like people like our peers because there's more jokes in them. The the hit rates higher, and because that's because <laughs> a lot of comedians don't. That's not a particularly big concern for them. No, yeah, uh, I, I mean you, you 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 are right. That that is one of the good things that Jonglers does for you. It sort of makes you. It, it it does something to your actual stage energy as well. Yeah. You know, you, you're sort of you're uh, you're more up even when you are sort of like me being all grumpy. Uh, you're weirdly your your sort of energy is up, but also it 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 prepares you for life in a brutal <laughs> way that I think boarding school does for certain other people. Right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 You absolutely yeah. appreciate the good stuff in comedy. If, exactly, if you, you really do. do. Yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. do. Yeah, you know what? You if you get back in the old days when you got three weekends in a row of jonglers, and then you had a fourth weekend at the stand in Edinburgh. You were, oh yeah. Christ Almighty! Oh, do you know what? I've tr- I'm treating myself to a spa this weekend. <laughs> yes, you are. You're on at the stand. That's We've it. got more questions for you, Andrew. Let's go. Uh, here we go. Which musical instrument can you break? Ukulele. Proved. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? You've picked up on a favourite of mine there. Oh, yeah? The ukulele. I fucking hate the ukulele. I hate the... Do, do you know what? I don't hate the ukulele. I hate anyone who plays it. Yes. They're have spiteful you, have, cunts. <laughs> have you seen my anti-ukulele song? No. Now, this can no. buy... This is, this is so perfect, right? This is so... Because here's the thing about misanthropes, Right? Right? We hate yeah. people, right? And yeah. then occasionally we're surprised when we like them, right? Now, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. I am, I am, I, I'm lucky enough to be good friends, very good friends with, um, with someone you hate with a passion, which is Amanda Palmer. Um, and right. I, I hate, <laughs> I hate the ukulele, and, um, and there are there are a couple of people who play it that I that I don't hate. One is Howard Reed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right? God, completely. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah, and another is, is is Amanda. I wrote an anti ukulele song that was in one of my shows, mm-hmm. and it was that one. And it, the the whole idea was it was like a plinky plink, one of those awful adverts, you know, with uh, you know here at HSBC. You know? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> our in, yeah. our investments in Lockheed Martin ensure the, <laughs> ensure, <laughs> ensure the geopolitical stability of the Middle East. Ding 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 ding. You know, so I did a I did I wrote a song, and then Amanda really liked it. Amanda's got a ukulele anthem, right? Which is one of one of her songs okay. that I can't stand. Because <laughs> it's like, right. just play your ukulele, and I'm like, oh, you have empowered so many hipster cunts here, um, <laughs> and so many talentless, absolute, or dredge, awful. You know, it's anyway, the sound of the man bun itself. It, it, like, it's exactly that. It's, it's, yeah. it's contact juggling, polyamorous um, <laughs> man bun <laughs> creeps. Um, that's right. And anyway, so I did an anti ukulele anthem, and then I recorded it a version with Amanda, and we did a video. Um, in which I smash up her ukulele. It was so satisfying. Oh, nice. I did. Tw- I did two of them. It was so satisfying. I so- uh, see. I I I used but did not play a ukulele in my last solo show. And at the end of the run, I I promised myself the entire time I'm going to smash the fuck out of this when it's over. But I still haven't done it. I wonder why I haven't done it. I think there you might be it. something. Is it in psycho- your house. It is in my house. Yeah. I could smash it live on this podcast. That would be good. Why don't you do that now? All right. You got something you can smash it against? Uh, war. 
Yeah, something's not good. You, you don't, yeah, something. Go on. Smash okay, it up now. well, listen. It. Uh, I mean, it'll take me 30 what do we seconds. Do? So, Should we do it at the so end? You... We could do it at the no, end. No, no, no. You, you need to talk to yourself for 30 seconds. All right, okay. I'll be back. Yeah, cool. And, and I'm not going to check whether or not, you know, you've you've right. not said anything or if yeah, you have okay. said anything. Because I'm not okay. editing and I'm not going to listen to this. So okay. hopefully it'll say something really <laughs> I'll be back in a second. Cool. Well, Michael has either done a really good impression of uh, moving away by uh, increasing the volume and increasing the reverb, or Michael Legg has actually gone to find the ukulele, a prop in his show from last year, uh, which he has presumably learned to hate. And quite a lot of Michael's pain and angst is now infused in a magical way into this ukulele. And I'm hoping, uh, dear listeners, that with if Michael smashes this ukulele, he might start to in, enjoy life more. You know, it might it might be the cathartic Hi, process that, that Michael needs in order to learn how to enjoy life. Hello, Michael. <coughs> Hi, mate. Hello. You got it's it. In a, it's in a case. Wow. So you spent proper money on this ukulele, did you? Uh, do you know? Yeah, um, I uh, I was I was told by my friend Dan that this is an actual this is a really good one. Oh right, well this is great. So it's not just one of those plastic crappy. Listen to this. It's plexum yeah. inside. Yeah, exactly. That Hang happened on, on day how, one. How's there a plexum inside if you haven't played it? No, I pretend to sort of play it. All oh, right, okay. But I can't play it. I don't know how to play it. I did to, right at the end of, of touring my history of heavy metal show. I came up with the best improvised line, and I was furious with myself. I didn't come up with it earlier, which yeah. was um, Tony Iommi's little plastic fingertips might potentially get stuck inside someone, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he would have to shake the person, like try to get a plectrum out of an acoustic guitar, <laughs> and um, and it was honestly. Come on. Come on. Oh, that was fucking good. Yeah? Is it in proper that was, bits now? That was really, really, really cathartic. I'm going to take a photo of it and send it to you. Yeah, wicked. Do you feel uh, good? Yeah. Do you know what? I've always hated it. And it's and also, it's taken up room in my house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And do you know what? You, here's the thing. Let this be a lesson to any listener. Just get rid of your old shit. Oh, absolutely. Always Particularly get, yeah. your ukuleles. Yeah, always get rid of your yucca fucking ladies. Thanks for that, Andre. I'll be honest with you, I'm going to put down helpful. Well, this is good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm really glad. And I, feel, I was saying to the listeners, I feel that probably there's quite a lot of your your resentment and pent-up aggression that was in that ukulele through, through yeah. that whole run. So no, that's really... Well, I, it's going to be interesting to see if from now on I'm, I'm much easier uh, to get along with and more relaxed human being generally. Okay, I'm now going like to propose something, which is that you oh, and I... Oh, I thought you were going to propose. No, not yet. You and I, <laughs> we've still got about half the podcast to go, right? Yeah, you yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. Um, I'm going to write a crust punk song, like a grindcore crust song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be about 30 seconds long, and it's going to be smash up your ukulele, and you're yeah. going to do guest vocals on it, and we're going to put it out as a joint song. I, I did, listen, mate, no, nothing is going to make me happier uh, than that. This is going to happen. But, yeah. Uh, I, I'm also going to... Uh, what would you call someone who um, coaxes you into violence? An enabler. Uh, probably. An enabler. I'll probably... Violent enabler. I'll put that down. Yeah. 
property wow, damage, is, property damage is completely and utterly needed uh, in the exactly in, the, in, in you know in transforming society into the society we need. There's just no two ways about it. You got to smash it up. You just have to. And I don't mean in a dumb limp biscuit way. I mean in a no. direct action, Earth first, destroy. You know, Earth Crisis. Are you familiar with the band Earth Crisis? If not, you're going to absolutely love them. Vegan straight edge band. They've got an album called Destroy the Machines, which is about direct action, monkey wrenching, destroy the machines that, that cut down the forest. Uh, do they have ukuleles? Not anymore. Brilliant. Here's the next question. Andrew, you have lots of tattoos. How many tattoos? I don't is there, know. Is there a number of tattoos or is it I, one I don't know anymore. One? There's one, yeah. Hang on. One, two, one, two, three. Right, more four, than three. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But there's some of them have got added bits and that. About ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eleven. Sorry. With <laughs> with that in mind. Twelve. Sorry. Well, <laughs> you yeah, you, you, you forgot you had another leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that in mind, Andrew, if you could have a tattoo of anything on anyone else, oh. what what would it be? Who would it be? And where would it be? Well, I would have a tattoo on Rupert Murdoch. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. On his forehead. On his, on his eyes. And it would okay. be a target. <laughs> Just a simple target. Not a mod target. No, because it might... Yeah, some, some might think he's cool. Yeah. Just yeah. A, like a classic kind of cartoon... <laughs> Like just red, it'd be on his forehead, because mm-hmm. um, several different reasons. Number one, that would hurt. Uh, number two, it would hurt, I it? believe that the world would be a better place if Rupert Murdoch were assassinated. Uh, sure. Uh, I, 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 I don't know if you're talking about violence enabler. Um, do you know what, Michael? Hey, you can't say anything these days. Can you? <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> fucking unleashed people aren't calling for. Fucking... <laughs> Don't get uh, into I, Unleashed yet. Don't get in Unleashed I don't think, yet. I don't think that I don't think that there I don't think there are many people who have done more damage to the climate, to the biosphere, uh, and to people's lives than that piece of filth. Do you think he thinks he's horribly evil? No, he thinks he's right. He thinks he's he thinks uh, he's making the world a better place. And th- that's a, a, a oh, you, see that I don't know if I agree with. I don't think he cares if he is or he isn't. Uh, I think that I think people... you're right that he thinks he's right, but yeah. I don't think he gives a he's shit. Making the really. world a better place. I mean, by the world, I suppose, let's say society, because people like that who were radicalized about um, capitalism, they believe that they mm. believe that human life is better if you take away all the barriers for people to become incredibly rich. That's what they think. They think that that's the natural order of things. Right. Yeah. I don't anyway, really, I think I don't you're really absolutely right. I think believe in evil. Do you know what I mean? I think it's you know. I think that people. I think that pe- a lot of people do evil despite themselves, but they're not doing it because it's evil. Uh, I'm going to put down good cunt radar. Cool. Yeah, I think that's fair, isn't it? Can you replace question, the word cunt with the word bad with the word, phrase bad person just so that this doesn't get misconstrued? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Bad person. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we'd hate to get that um, the wrong way around. Yeah, yeah. Right, here we go. Here's another question. What's the crappest celebrity encounter you've had? And for instance, I once saw Sue Pollard drinking a can of Stella. 
that's very good. I once yeah, did my, is, I once is, I yes. once did an augmented version of my Russell Grant joke to Russell Grant. Oh, brilliant! Okay, but that's that, that's quite a good celebrity yeah, encounter, isn't it? Uh, Winter Davis yeah. spilled coffee on me. That that oh my god! I've got a brilliant celebrity encounter that I totally forgot about. But you just remind <laughs> me of. I once I once went to a casting for an advert. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And I went into the room and sat down, and I was the only person in that room who wasn't one of the main cast of It Ain't Half Hot Mom. <laughs> that's, that's not. That can't be true. It's true. It's true. There's no way that could be it went, true. It went, it's, I swear it's true. I swear 100% what it's it true. What was it for? Was it they, for a, a documentary about it? No, <laughs> no. They, are you ready for this? I was I was up for an advert, and they were literally uh, getting ready for a read-through of some radio thing they were doing. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay, right. Fine. Okay. Well, that's amazing. So who do you remember? I don't think I know their names. Oh, do you know what? I, I, no, he wasn't in it. But um, yeah, fuck, I can't remember any of their names. I mean, it's Winter Davies and then the others, right? The others, yeah. Well, Joe, yeah. Joe I went to school with a bloke called Joe Bone, and his granddad was right. Winter Davies, and he used to. So I grew up in Wellington, in in in, in very South London, and there's a few sort of celebrities live around. It's all round about there. Ronnie Corbett lives lived in like near Croydon, um, mm-hmm. and um, who, by the way, right. I have you watched any two Ronnie sketches recently? Because Ronnie Corbett is shit. Like he's breaking fuck, news here on Leghole. He's fuck. He's really shit. Like Ronnie Barker is br- like utterly brilliant. Yeah, cool. well, he's, think, a, he's yeah, he's the actor. underrated. You know, but Ronnie yeah. Corbett cannot act. He cannot land a line. No, and no, he, he can't. drags the average sketches. If Ronnie Barker had found someone decent. Imagine that. Anyway, that's that's by the by. Mm. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. It's of, not like they failed. No, 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 no. Yeah. But, but Corbett yeah. is, I think, he's, I mean, his his monologues are good, I suppose. But that's, that's what that's But maybe that's what he is. Maybe he's vaguely yeah, maybe. a stand-up. But know, do you know but... what? That's a good, that's a, that's a very kind analysis of this. And I yeah. like that, particularly coming yeah. from you. You know, maybe that, that, <laughs> yeah, that was maybe. his strength. And then he, you know, sort of slightly strong-armed into doing something beyond his capabilities. Yeah, okay. I'll go with that. Yeah, that's maybe. Thing, isn't there? The stand-ups that, that, you know, that you, like, professionally grew up with, that you've always really rated, and then people say, people see him on telly and say they're shit, and you just go, no, <laughs> they're not shit. Yeah. They're incredibly good stand-ups, but they're being, their material is stretched so fucking thin yeah. on telly that there's there's no fuel left yeah. in the tank. There's absolutely no fucking reason he should be in the men's 1500 metres team. He's just, <laughs> I mean, the man's been doing stand-up for 20 years. He's very unhealthy. I, I don't know how John, it's happened. I thought John Bishop was rubbish in last night's <laughs> Women's Euro, Euro Cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely hair, though. He has got lovely, lovely hair. Lovely hair. Really beautiful hair. Really lovely hair. Uh, here we go. Uh, Andrew. Andrew. Here we go. Um, this Come is on. the question I'm looking forward to. Oh, okay. <clears throat> what what number question is this, by the way? I think this is seven. So we've okay, got cool. three after that. Here we go. Andrew. Hmm. Why why yes. are you so angry that you haven't been asked on the Comedy Unleashed tour? You're so angry I'm about so... it. Would it be better if they had have asked you? So angry about it. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is, before I I called them scabs, um, mm-hmm. they would have had me on in a shot. There's no doubt about it. Um, right. They would like because having a not having a non-binary, you know, anarchist comedian on there gives it the legitimate the legitimacy of free speech that they think they they think they deserve. Now. 
my theory about comedy unleashed right is that it it's part it's part of a it's part of a, a manufactured um, movement uh, and by manufactured I mean uh, funded by things like the Koch brothers who are billionaire mm-hmm. billionaires who made the, most of their money in oil um, they fund Spike magazine Spike magazine funds uh, Comedy Unleashed um, mm-hmm. and the whole point of it is to move the Overton window to the right to move the centre of the political discussion over to the right the whole thing is you can't say right wing things anymore because of this woke culture so we need a space where you can say it literally the point of it is to move the discussion to the right and then there are people going to me oh how can you say there's a right-wing comedy thing i'm left-wing i'm going no i'm not saying that i'm saying anyone who does it is a fucking scab and if your argument to me is yeah. but i'm left-wing then you're a fucking scab and and literally you exist as you're existing within the context of a political project that is in complete opposition to everything i believe in politically and morally so fuck you you're a fucking scab whether or not they're funny is a completely different thing. It's, oh, it's got nothing to do with anything. You're absolutely right. Here's the thing. When this all started happening, like, <laughs> when you first sort of got wind that there was... Like, it used to be a shock that a comedian was right-wing. Yes. Like, just right-wing. That would be a shock. Yeah. But the idea then that it's... There were more of them. And then they weren't just right-wing. They were just believing in this fucking bullshit and pushing this terrible non-agenda that doesn't exist. Um, and and and, think, and having like going back to our earlier conversation, right? Hmm. How many racist, sexist, homophobic, ableist bits of material have we both heard on stage in our in our time? Tons, yeah, exactly. Tons and tons yeah. and tons and tons yeah. and tons, and. You know, I, I I had my posters ripped off my venue wall by an angry comic because after he did Spank, I went, so-and-so there. Uh, when, when alternative comedy came around in the early 80s, it was supposed to be non-sexist, non-homophobic and non-racist. And someone showing there that those things no longer apply. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And these are these are you know, and this is the thing that nearly everyone who's involved in it are people who have always thought that they deserve a career, right? They've had this sense of entitlement about them for you know whenever I've gigged with them, and uh, you know, and I, I I'm fairly fundamental about free speech. I don't think I I, I think that um, Count Dankula being prosecuted for that video is an appalling abuse of human rights. I really do. I think he's a cunt, <laughs> right? But I do not think that things like that should be prosecuted. I that's censorship. That's state censorship. I also don't think that um, Dapper Laughs show should have been cancelled because there was an audience for it, and the people who didn't like it just shouldn't have fucking watched it. However, I think that's it. Right. <laughs> I think that's. I don't. But, I don't think. I'm not sure anyone else has been fucking cancelled by woke culture, and there's nothing you can't fucking say on stage. So it's you know. I I um I completely uh, understand that. Uh, my my unfortunately my position is and this is why i should never be in charge of anything <laughs> uh, unfortunately i think he i think Kent Dunkley is such a cunt i was delighted that he was prosecuted yeah, i know it's against the, what i problem. it's a, it's that, against what i believe but i hate him so i'm yeah, delighted I know. And, that, that, and here's the thing and here's the thing about dapper laughs back in those days um uh i wasn't uh happy that Dapper Laughs got his show cancelled, despite the fact that I hate him. Yeah, of course. What I was, I, in fact, I was angry because the producers completely washed their hands of him. The fucking cowardly 
yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever yeah, it was, yeah. ITV2 producers. That guy that's married to Holly Willoughby, what a fucking spineless coward he Absolutely. fucking is. Yeah. Yeah. No, so there you go. Hey, um, it's a it's a it's a heavy, heavy subject, and I'm still I'm still in shock. Uh, I'm in shock that uh, it's. Do you remember? Like sometimes you see comedians getting like, oh, I've got a column, and it's in the sun, and you go, yeah. what the fuck are you thinking? Well, Russell Brand did that, and I asked him about it, and he said, <laughs> he said that. No, it was News of the World. I think he got it in. Well, same yeah. thing. And he yeah. I said, what the fuck are you doing that for? I mean, I asked him that, that a lot. And then he stopped talking to me. <laughs> um, uh, well, that's he said, good. He said, he said, my agent said to me, you know that sex life you've been having? <laughs> right. <laughs> Do a column yeah. for the News of the World. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. We can sort of see. And, you know, and the, the, one of the arguments, one of the arguments is, um, yeah, but, you you know, you need us lot on those bills to balance it out. And do you know what? You don't. <laughs> Doesn't work like you that. really, you Doesn't don't, like you that. absolutely don't. But now uh, I sort of can't look at, uh, I don't know, there's something about the circuit that I sort of look at and go, fuck me, almost any one of you would take a fucking column in the sun. It's, it's made, it's, it's made the experience of being part of the comedy community slightly tainted. Yeah, but then. But Just that, seeing but so then... many of them. Yeah, but then that's why we need to we need to stick together and you know like in music you've got mm-hmm. all sorts of all sorts of people and and the people who would people who are drawn to making music so many of them are drawn to it in order to be famous and that's the same that's now yeah. the same when we started that wasn't a career op- option right no we when we no. start when I started I didn't even think I'd ever get paid for gigs it was a surprise no it wasn't getting paid for it, gigs it wasn't the point. No, it was like completely far, so far from the point. But that's coming from a yeah. punk and, and metal background, from a subcultural yeah. background, from from the idea that you make you make art because it's the shit that you want to be part of and you want to put Completely. out and you want to you know. I I always made the comedy that's what I would want to see on stage. That's the that's the long short of it. But that's you know, ninety percent of comedians do not have that approach. So no, no, I guess so. So so we should we should no longer think of ourselves as being part of that. You know, we're not all one big yeah. family. We're fucking not. We used to be, but we're not anymore. So that's fine. yeah. Or maybe maybe that's just part of being a family, isn't it? You just, oh yeah, you just yeah. Don't, you don't, you know. Yeah, of course, my true. brothers, yeah. my big brothers are twat. That's oh, what absolutely. big brothers yeah. are, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But I'd like to state for the record, my big brother's lovely. Um, but you know, when I was a kid, he was a twat. So there you go. Yeah. Um. Uh. I'm. Uh, I'm angry. So I'm going to put down that. You, firstly, that you're fucking woke. <laughs> and uh, you've made me angry. Good, 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 good. You've good. made me. I mean, it's not your fault that you've made me angry, but you did make me angry. Yeah. Uh, here's another question, though. And you know, after that quite serious one, mm-hmm. I hope it's okay that we follow it up with an even seriouser one. Yes, please. Uh, what is the biggest thing you've ever seen? Um, probably Jupiter. Oh yeah. Do you know what? God, I'm so. I, I I think so small, no matter what. Even in a question like this, I, I was thinking, if he doesn't say the moon, he's they, a fucking idiot. I'm they, they not he. I'm so sorry. Sorry, uh, it happens. Don't worry. Uh, no, no, no. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, sorry, if cool. they don't say the moon, they're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and, uh, 
and look how stupid I am because I but forgot we, there but, are other but have we other seen, places in space. Have we seen the? Uh, can we classify that we have seen the Earth or not? If you haven't seen all of it in one thing, can that? Does That's that count? true. Yeah, it probably doesn't count, does it? Well, right, right. Here, here we go. Right. Am I looking at the Earth? I'm looking at my writing desk. It's got my altar yeah. on top of it. Is that? Am I looking at the Earth, or can that not be said to be a thing? Okay, I, this is a very serious uh, conversation that I've had with <laughs> friends for years. Okay, a very serious conversation. We were in uh, Edinburgh playing I Spy, right. and I said I right. Spy something beginning with S, and she couldn't get it. Right, and the answer was Scotland. Yes, and she said we can't fucking say Scotland. Can't we? I can see Scotland. I can see it. It's right, it's it's in front of me and it's underneath me. Yes. And she reckoned that that is not allowed in the rules of ice by. But, I mean, I didn't realise, you know, there were such fucking tight rules to what you can see and what you can't fucking see. Is, now, is it part of the rules that the other person has to be able to see it as well? So could you, for example, yeah. say something beginning with F, and that F is floaters, as in the floaters in your eye, inside your eyeball? Because I can see Oh, that. yeah, that, yeah. Or um, would that be you get so, something? <laughs> Your optometrist be... can do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking hell. <laughs> You're having your eyes tested, and the optometrist goes, "I spy with my little eyes." You're beginning with F. <laughs> That's the only time anyone else has ever seen them. <laughs> that that. If there's yeah, any optometrist, that, now that's a good game. Please. Can you please do that? It's the only time. <laughs> I don't think Neil is an optometrist, but you know, oh, Neil God. become one. <laughs> someone looking at your fucking cat scan. I spy with someone. Why Something beginning with C. Oh, sorry. I should say the big C. <laughs> an endoscope up your arse. You've got colon cancer. I spy with my little eye. Something beginning with the big C. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, I'm putting That's, six cents of humour down. It's very yeah. Down, you can't say anything cents. these days. No, you can't say anything. You've uh, what a Frankie Boyle you are. Oh, well done with your <laughs> shocking material. Uh, Andrew, this is the ninth question. So this is the final uh, question of your golden age. Final bespoke question. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Andrew. Andrew. Through years of hard work and campaigning, mm. Mm. you have become the leader of the Tory party. No. And therefore, you are now prime minister. Oh. Which heavy metal bands are you going to give prominent posts to, such as Motorhead being Secretary of State for Health and Social Care? Ah, oh, OK. This is excellent. Uh, Earth Crisis, it is good, isn't it? Uh, very good. Very good. Earth Crisis as Ministers for the Environment. Right. That's- as Christ previously mentioned, uh, you know, radical straight. No, that makes sense. Vegan. That makes sense. Okay. Um, I would make Napalm Death Ministers of Culture because not only are mm. they great, but they also are really, really, really good at listening to loads of other bands. Like Shane Embry, the bassist in particular, um, is a big advocate of other music. So they would be Ministers of Culture. Can you imagine Nadine mm. Doris replaced by Napalm <laughs> <laughs> Yes, actually, I can imagine it, and I do imagine it, and I've always imagined it. I would love yeah. to see Barney and fucking. Oh, was, oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Mm. So Napalm Death has ministers for um, so transport. It'd have to be Iron Maiden. Oh, perfect. Of course, right? They, they've got an airplane. They know it. Yeah. They've got a pilot. They know but also what just is. generally, you know, like forty years of forty years of, of piloting themselves around logistics, 
You know, mm-hmm. 40, sorry, 45, yeah, 45. Good choice. Years old Iron Maiden. Three years' time, it'll be Iron Maiden's 50th. That's a bit, bit mental, isn't it? Oh, it's shit, they're going to start dying, aren't they? Oh, fucking hell. Anyway. I know. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Nico was 70 the other day, and I decided, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to start. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's not going to be able to drum like that for long, is he? No, um, no, it's amazing he still can. Yeah. Lovely. I, I've always, here's the thing, I've always, I mean, we, you know, we, we, we tried to get an Iron Maiden podcast off the ground, we, we, we? did. I've, we did. I've always wanted to, no, no, I've always thought that I'd like, it'd be, it'd be pleasant to be a bigger fan of Iron Maiden than I am, because I like them, but I don't love them. And, and I think it's just such an enjoyable band to be a massive fan. They Probably are fun. Back in They're the day. Fun. Yeah. I mean, I've seen them loads and, and, you know, I always yeah. enjoy their shows, particularly the, because they alternate between new, you know, new new album tour and you know the old stuff. Anyway, and classic, moving on. Yeah, Can yeah. you you name the the ministry and I'll tell you the band that should be part. of Okay, it. well, well, what about um, what, what, who would you have as the treasurer? Will it be? Um, I mean, can I can I can I say Sharon Osbourne? <laughs> she, she's <laughs> actually, that, or maybe to Metallica. be fair that. Oh, that's true. That's true. Because yeah, they they definitely would be in the uh, in in for the money. So yeah, yeah, they, yeah. That that makes sense. Uh, well, you know, obviously the one close to my heart. Who would you have as um, uh, who would you have as uh, secretary secretary of state for Northern Ireland? For Northern Ireland, I wouldn't say um, that's one of the. I mean, obviously that is a major post. I've been, but you know. Yeah, I'm trying to. So it would either have to be. I'm trying to think of Northern Irish metal bands. Um, oh, defense! Who would you have as defense? Oh, bolt thrower. Oh, okay. Do you know bolt thrower? They're a, they're a, yeah. They're I do a know incredible, bolt thrower. Like crusty death metal band, and all their songs are about war. All, right. Literally, uh, all of their songs are about war. I mean, personally, and I don't want to put any words into your mouth, but I would <laughs> definitely have Judas Priest as home office because <laughs> I think I think they do more for flapping about Britain than even Iron Maiden do. And uh, look. Um, uh, with with even just with the song Electric Eye, right? Oh my Which is God. an anti-surveillance it's, song, right? It's fucking amazing. So it is literally a truly great, great song. And it's from what? A T early 80s. I'm a bit rubbish from my Juice Priest chronology. I think but it might early be 80s. Yeah. Nothing you can do about it. Like that's what a what an incredible so so yeah and and obviously uh, in terms of their social policies um, <laughs> they are now all on board with uh, homosexuality but that's mainly because Ken and Glenn are no longer in the band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Glenn! Well, Glenn's still in the band a bit. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah sort of. Yeah. But they they were not they were not ha- when 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 Rob came out they were not happy. Um, no. So yeah, that would that would be yeah. So yeah, I think Home Office. I think I think Judas Priest for Home Office is a really really good shout. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm trying to think what other departments there are: transport, environment, Home Office, Treasury, Defence. There's probably some other roles. Um, yeah. Well, um, foreign policy. Um, do they have to be British bands? Oh no, I've already had Earth Crisis, so no. Foreign policy, I'd have to go no, with someone... fuck it, you've also had Metallica, so who cares? Oh, that's true, of course I have. I'd have to go yeah. with someone radical and anarchist, so I'd probably go with um, Dawn Raid, who are a British anarchist black metal band. So, you know, immediately you you welcome refugees and you work towards abolishing uh, nation states and borders worldwide. I mean, I'm well aware. Look, this is the tricky thing. You're asking anarchists who they want in the government, mm-hmm. but Dawn Raid or any of those sort of maybe vile creature, another anarchist uh, band. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm putting I'm putting down here in your uh, psychological profile a truly great Tory M uh, PM. So I'm, <laughs> I'm putting that down. I genuinely think you'll be thought of as one of the really good ones. Oh, and can you we know, get the somehow we'll just put the band hypocrisy in somewhere just to, for that tour? Oh yeah, real Tory yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. This is the final question, Andrew. Here we go, Andrew. What is leg hole? What do you think? What do you think's happened here? I think it is. How would you, I, would you I describe think, the experience? I think. It is the culmination mm-hmm. of a man's career. Oh, God, yeah. I think it is the crystallization. the end of something. Yeah. I think it is the mm-hmm. crystallization mm-hmm. of a, a stage in the life of a, uh, I would say, surprisingly old man. Because <laughs> I always mm-hmm. forget how old mm-hmm. you are. I don't know. I think that's something anger, anger has kept you youthful. I mean, with all your, all your various ailments you've had over the years. Itchy, flaky. Oh, stuff. so much. Do you know what I was just thinking this morning? Is this amazing? I'm so glad you brought this up. Oh, God, we can talk about this. I don't have piles. I've never had piles. You never had piles? How have oh. I escaped piles? I've, 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 I've have had piles. Mate, take oh. one look at me. Take one look at me. How have I escaped really piles? Good. Well, you've been vegetarian for a long time, haven't you? Yeah, but I mean, but then I've been, I, look like I say a... that I've been ve- I've been vegan since the nineties, and I still got I still. Got I look like I should be born with piles. You do, you do. Yeah, but no, not that, a pile. Can we? Oh, just a little round of applause here. Thank, well thank done. you. Well done thank for you. your your uh, your low, your low. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. That's really good. Yeah. How's your How's your arthritis? Is that Was that My, Have you fended listen, it off with your medication that you went? I with? I I fended it off by um. I don't really. Should we talk about this? Maybe I'll let it this bit it's out. Up to you. Um. I. I I've been slightly looking after myself. Oh okay. Yeah, you I've don't been, want that to go out. No, I've been exercising. Shit. What doing weights and stuff? Oh, I'm, I'm shit at it. You're doing weights no, sort of thing. swimming. Okay. And are you ready for this? I do uh, Pilates. <laughs> You're kidding me. I do Pilates, yeah. I'm in a Pilates. I'm in two Pilates. The Pilates. thing is, that stuff is, is all brilliant. And I'm like, because of, I, I keep meaning to do yoga because, like, because of my <clears> occultism. Because Crowley, you know, you've got, you got to do yoga. It's part of it. Um, that's the and thing. there is heavy metal yoga. There is genuinely heavy metal yoga. Yeah, I think I'd hate that, though. Yep, it seems really annoying. Yeah, I'd really hate it. It's just like any like any fucking parody metal band. Well, obviously with the exception of Spinal Tap and, and Bad News, uh, but they're not really parody. They're cut. They're you know anyway. They're different. But you know, like Steel mm-hmm. Panther. Even like I'm friends with um uh oh fucking what's her name? Oh god, that's embarrassing. I'm supporting them this year. Um, Evil Scarecrow. I'm friends with those guys, oh, okay. right? But mm-hmm. it's not my cup of tea. I one of the things I like about black metal, which how it's got no sense of humour. Right, I yeah. really, really like that, and I like my metal to be a bit mm-hmm. fucking stern and a bit, you know. So yeah, heavy metal yoga—that's not fucking. That's not for me. I want new. No. I want hardcore new age. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do you know? Like, yeah. I want that. I want that. Yeah, yeah. No, I you want I just, a fucking dream catcher, not fucking. Yeah, you know. I, I, you know if I just anthrax I, or whatever going on. I, like yeah. I, I've got. Look, I'm fucking. You know, this is me being a, being an elitist, but like, I go to Bloodstock and I really like Blood. Bloodstock's where I feel comfortable. The one festival I feel most comfortable. But even there, there's people in in like in like wacky 
suits, you know? And I was like, oh, just can we just be fucking metal <laughs> without the wacky? Can we leave the wacky at home? Leave the wacky at download. Do you know what? I, I, I know it's not the same thing, but if I can have a tiny percentage of your pain, I do you know I can't, I cannot bear wacky Star Wars t-shirts. Oh, oh know, like, yes, yes, you know, yes, yes, like yes, Yoda's yes, yes. behind twin decks yes. and he's got headphones. Just yes. stop that. And I, you know what I really hate is the, the ones that are like, like, Oh, I've got it wrong ones. Now, here's the thing, but this is oh. I, I may be, this may be hypocritical of me. No, it's not. This is just me being elitist again, right? You can mm-hmm. make re- there's there are things that are really funny, right? Where you get mm-hmm. something wrong, and and the funniest thing I've ever heard on the TV, right, was on Shooting Stars when um uh, uh Richard um Victor Meldrew was his name Richard, was the guy that played Victor Meldrew. Oh, uh, Richard Wilson. Richard Wilson. Was yeah. on um, was on shooting stars, and Bob said, "Richard Wilson, with your catchphrase, I don't believe you." <laughs> that, that isn't that absolutely yeah. brilliant, right? That's that's amazing, right? But yeah, and some of those are, you know, my favourite one is I made one up of Dad's Army. So I have like a Dad's Army teacher. It says, "Don't tell Pike," um, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I'm so these things can be funny, but what I hate. Is when they oh, when they gild the lily and you have a, like a Dalek and it's got a picture of R two D two brackets. Oh, I loved you in Star Trek. Oh God, you it's know, just so tedious. Yeah, it's, it's so, so tedious, tedious. And, and it's so heavily repeated that there's no one on the planet that doesn't know that. Yeah. So when they say it, like on oh. Twitter, it's like, what? Why oh. are you saying that? Do you think I don't know this? Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I absolutely. But here's here's the thing, right? And this is where we're wrong, right? Because those people, <laughs> do you know what they're doing, Michael? Do you know what they're yeah, doing? They're getting, you're enjoying they're, life. They're, you're enjoying yeah, they're getting life. on with it. All right, I'll tell you what fucked me off. Yeah, tell you what on. fucked me Come off, on. Andrew. I'll tell you what fucked me off. Please. I saw a guy on a news agent just a couple of weeks ago, and he was wearing a, a hoodie that said, stay calm and Brexit. Now, firstly, <laughs> that's, right, it's shit, isn't it? <laughs> it's shit. And do you, know, do you know what fucked me off the most? It's keep calm. It's keep calm. It's not stay calm. And therefore, I'm fucking livid. Oh, that's amazing. That's absolutely. Now, here's the thing. I was in King's Cross. I was at York Way next to King's Cross Station, right? But getting a bus home back when I lived in Tuffle Park. Uh, So this would be about four years ago. And um, it's about one, two in the morning, right? And there's a kebab shop and there's people hanging around and just getting on with their their evenings, right? And there's a woman in her (laughs) 40s and she was with a, a boy who I would estimate would be about 10, 11, 12. Right, maybe something in that right. region, and this mm-hmm. young man um, <laughs> was wearing a hoodie that said, "Never stop hustling." <laughs> oh. right? and, and, and this, and this is the key piece of information, Michael. Right? He mm-hmm. wasn't hustling. <laughs> no, oh no, he didn't Which, read his own fucking hoodie. No, but <laughs> does that mean that he hasn't started? Hustling oh, yet. that's true. So maybe he hasn't started. So yeah, he's yeah. pre-hustle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can never stop. I love. I just love. It's right. Here's one. This is just. This is just observational comedy now, right? But people yeah. wearing <laughs> friends t-shirts. Have you seen? Yeah. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. The, what? What? Like, and I know they just sort of sell them in shops, but what a thing to ally yourself to. Like, it's, do you know what you yeah. need to know about me? You know, <laughs> you know that absolutely beige mainstream 
Everyone in the world watched it. It's yeah. not even like, like, okay, someone wears a Coronation Street t-shirt. That's great, isn't it? I guess so. You know, it's, like, uh, you know, it's something. Yeah, it. because it's kind of yeah. There's a warmth to it as well. There's sort of like, uh, and it's and it's kind of funny. And it doesn't feel too hipster. You, no one, no one got paid a million quid an episode. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, Coronation yeah. Street. Yeah, so yeah, that's no, part of it. You've, no, you've nailed something there. That's absolutely it. And the, and the degree to which Friends was part of the mainstream culture, just part of the conversation, and part of where you know, the, like the fact that there was a haircut that came out of it. People go, yeah, you need yeah. to know. I like. I mean, these, I I used to quite like it. Well, I probably, you know, I've watched it in fucking ages, but I used to watch it. I mean, I watched all comedy when I was a kid. Everything. Sure. I loved yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. I loved Bobby Davro and Russ Abbott, and you know, all of it. I loved it. But that, yeah, fucking Friends t-shirts. Just it, it's fascinating. Yeah, it seems it seems it seems weird to say. Guess what? I like something that <laughs> is a global phenomenon. <laughs> but then, is this oh. is this just us being? Again, elitist is this us? Because, but th- there is. But here's the thing: I do think there is. There's value in there is. There's there's value in liking something like really. There's something I I when but someone really likes something. There's loads. You know, yeah. I don't like fucking Marvel stuff or Dungeons and Dragons or anything. You know, there's loads of stuff I don't like that's sort of adjacent to what I do like. And when people like really, really, really love it, you know. But then the more for me, the more niche. It, the more, like for example, liking old school Doctor Who is better than liking new Doctor. Of course Who. it is. Of course it is. And there are liking that. liking the very worst of a classic Who is <laughs> is way better than liking the very best of new yeah. Who. Yeah, and it's still called New Who, as far as I'm concerned. It is, and it will be. For, I mean, do you know? So I worked out a little while ago. We are in. So, like in in, in terms of years, because it started mm-hmm. in 2015, right? No, 2005, sorry. Um, yeah. We are in late Tom Baker era. That's where we are. Yeah, in of course we are. Like, yeah. Because it's going to be like, it's going you know, to be the 20th anniversary in two years, yeah. three years. And that, so that takes us up to the five doctors. That's mad. Yeah. Do you think it, they'll, they could do, they could do a five doctors? Yeah, they could do a five doctors. They will, well, they're going to they're gonna do the, the next, the, the 60th, the BBC 60th anniversary. No, sorry, the 60th, the Doctor Who 60th anniversary thing. They're, they're, there's going to be loads of doctors in it. It's kind of, it's, oh, right. It's already, it's already confirmed. Um, but also, like, um, it's Doctor Who's been back for longer than it was away. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, Is Eccleston going to be in it? I don't know. He's doing big finish now. But it's no, it's because it's, it's Russell T. He hates Julie Garner yeah, and Russell T. Davis, doesn't he? And he yeah, felt really, yeah. he felt really stitched up by them. Like he fell out with them, and then they, he feels that they stitched them up. So right. I don't. I think he would if it was a different team producing it, but I don't think he will for them. Because he's a okay, principal um, man, Christopher Eccleston. I knew we'd get round yeah. to making this a Doctor Who podcast. Right. So here's the thing. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just writing the last notes here. I put down Elita Snob. Yeah, correct. And just because the Doctor thick nerd. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and but one, um, it's it's funny. I thought I was a nerd, but then people mm-hmm. people go, "Oh, so you like this?" No, I don't really like that. It's like I used to think I loved thrash metal, right? But that's not. Right. I don't think that's. I don't think I can claim that because just because a few of my favourite bands are thrash, but then there's loads of old school thrash I don't like because I'm really picky with vocals. So I don't like Testament. I don't like Exodus. I don't. Like well, you this. might be able to say that really about anything. I mean, you know, I I like indie. But, yeah, but almost indie's, no, all no, no. of it indie's is too shit. Wide, indie's too wide yeah, a category right, for right. that to be a thing. Okay, okay. 
you know i like say i really but i I dislike the majority of thrash like and the sort of like the pantheon that you're supposed to love sure i don't but it's just because of the vocals i mean like megadeth i don't like megadeth at all don't like anthrax don't like testament don't like exodus it's you know so really i mean you know i love metallica and slayer and sepultura but and i like a lot of the new stuff toxic holocaust and all that sort of great stuff but Pest control. That's if there's going to be one 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 takeaway from this, everybody. If you like thrash, if you like crossover thrash, pest control from Leeds, so good. You should listen to him, and you, Michael, should listen to him. I'm gonna write um, the John Peel of (laughs) metal. But I didn't marry a teenager in America. Yeah, I I I just realised I was writing it down. That's that could be construed as an insult. I wonder if we take it. Well, there's, there's a campaign to change the, the John Peel the name of the John Peel stage at um, Glastonbury. Yeah, it might be. It's very dodgy. Have you yeah, been to Glastonbury? Yes, I didn't like it. <laughs> when did you go? I went in 1999. Oh. I had a shit time. Did you? I was with. I mean, I was gigging. Yeah. But I was with some friends, and we were leaving on the Sunday, which I was delighted about. I was thank fuck we're getting out of here. Right. And uh, and then my friends said, "Oh, we're all a bit hungry. We should get some food." Why do why doesn't one of us stay here with all the camping equipment that we fucking put away and we'll go and get some food. Are you ready for this? They went and got food, but it took them so long because I couldn't move anywhere. Yeah. I had to stay in that one yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. I saw all of the cores and all of Lenny Kravitz's sets. <laughs> oh my god. That's so bad. That's it's so, so bad. fucking painful. Someone, I someone, hate, someone I'm friends with on, on Facebook was bemoaning the fact that Glastonbury is not what it used to be, and then I looked up old lineups and talking about level. Look, I like Level Forty Two, right? But I'm well aware of what Level Forty Two are. They headlined in the in the fucking late eighties. Yeah, of like, course they did. It wasn't a fucking it, it, yeah. It, it, look, I re- I I was dead against it, and then I went and I actually really enjoyed it. And I really, I really but you're like you're it. you're cut out for festivals, and I'm not. Oh, okay, all right. That's an element. That you know, I there's no, know. there's no way. That's I don't an like element camping. I wasn't taking into account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like comfort, and I I hate being cold. I hate it, which is weird considering you know Irish and all that stuff. You'd think oh, yeah. I'd be a bit thicker skinned, but I'm but not. Most Irish people eh. are descended from from people who lived in Spain. So very true. I don't think I can. Um, I don't think I'm one of them. Do you like the heat? I love the fucking heat. Yeah, I do. Love it. The I hotter, do. the better. And I get, yeah. but also I get. I don't mind the cut. I'm, 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 but I'm very good. At, I'm very good at maintaining. I've, I've camped in in like minus two, and it's been fine. But um, I'm fine with the cold. But I don't like. I get SAD, so I get I get really miserable in the winter. And I fucking love that first proper that first yeah. hot day. You know when it's like it's not just bright, oh, it's God. hot. I love that yeah. so much, and it really really makes me happy. Oh yeah. mate, I just really really love. It feels like um you you broken through something yes it exactly oh, god yes, is that totally all over now that. oh brilliant yeah. yep 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 yeah yep. great well have this for maybe two months yay <laughs> yeah. yeah and then that i tell you what that incredibly hot weather we had the other the other week that made me go actually do you know what i think i might have had enough summer for the winter to be okay yeah yeah, you know, exactly. That's all I ask for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Also, because we like going up to the fringe. Are you doing the fringes here, by the way? 
No, I'm not in Fringe. Uh, I know you are. Yeah, I am, yeah. Um, uh, uh, 5.30 at the Liquid Room Annex. I'm doing my show. We are not in the least afraid of ruins. We carry a new world in our hearts. And it's the best show Great I've ever title. done. So I'm doing it again. I did it in 2019. But please come yeah. and see it. It's free. Um, but I, being in Edinburgh in August, you miss out on a third of the summer. Yeah, that's true. you get back true. in September. And if you have a good September, it's okay. But if you get back in September, it's miserable. And then you're like, oh, fuck, here we go. Back into the winter again. I should move somewhere. Move to Australia. Although you know that said about the fringe, you do during that month of August when you're at the fringe, you're outside way more. Well, I am than I would be if I wasn't there. Like, uh, yeah. If I'm at home, I'm a, I'm in the house, right? Yeah, yeah. But but you but know, you're you exercising don't hang out now. Really. That's true. I'm I'm at, I, you know, and I um I volunteer dog walking every day. So that's brilliant. I'm, I'm this really nice guy. Oh, that's really nice. That's really really mm. nice. It's very lovely sort of, thing so, to do. So you're sort of like you're having a bit of your fill of dog, but without yeah. the but without that thing of like getting another dog, yeah, yeah. Would that be a thing. And yeah. yeah, and like you know, it's it's like I'm I'm allowed to sort of walk them, pet them, but you know, I don't need to pick up their shit. I yeah. just leave it there. It's not my yeah, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I have a thing. This is this is fucking horrible way to end the fucking podcast. But my cat, Ghost, like, and you know, I love him. I love him so much, and I, he just brings me so so much joy, right? Oh yeah, and yeah. and I have this thing of just going, this is temporary, and that's and I'm oh, annoyed. Gosh. I'm so annoyed that this is a temporary thing, right? Because you know we're going to lose him, and that's going to be. I don't I don't know if I can. I can't even handle the thought of it. You know what I mean? And I'm going, but I'm, what I'm trying to do now is is go. This is temporary, but that's what this relationship is. Get. This isn't forever. Get this out. Get what you can out of it now. It's a strange fucking, what a strange uh, mate, relationship. It is literally the thought I had the day I got jerk. Was it? My dog jerk. Yeah. I, so, I, you had, so you had I that li- Because that's, that I, is, literally, I mean, jerk I just is thought, what I'm alluding to here. Is, you know, yeah. I just thought one day I'm going to ask someone to kill you. And I don't <laughs> think that I will enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, and luckily, uh, if there was a good thing about jerk dying i didn't have to make that decision she just died oh okay but, um so that was uh, i mean i yeah it's huge it's too big it's why too, do we do it i fuck yeah. it it's my mum said my, years ago my mum said i'm never getting another cat i'm never getting another cat and i didn't realize i didn't get that until i had my own it's too it's too big and, it's and you know really, you know it's that... not really talked about either is it it's not really no but no then, pets no death, pet no grief's death not... stuff is no, but you know, you know, the, you hear those stories about. Well, you know what? Uh, we had that dog for twelve years, and then you know what? One day he just disappeared because they do that. They just walk off when they know it's their end of the, their days. It's when, and I was like, well, I wish that had a fucking happened instead <laughs> of taking her to the vet and then getting a phone call. She's definitely dead. Oh my. God, yeah. So you know, so the least I can think, well, maybe she's out having fun and you know, sort of like the she's in the hobo. woods, right? Yeah, she's on an adventure. Yeah. But, yeah. And, and on that, on that cheery <laughs> note, <laughs> can I just say this, Andrew? Yeah, it's been brilliant talking to you. And what's an amazing thing is, this podcast is over twice the length I think of any. Of the other Lake Hole episodes, I apologise to, and anyone. I'm delighted. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. It's really, really, really brilliant. It's so great to talk to you. And do you know what, Michael? Do you know what? You're funny and you're fucking smart, and it just feels, Thanks, mate. It feels like being in a spa talking to you. It's just 
Thank God this good thing happened. Do you know what, Michael? I love you. Yeah? Yeah. <gasps> but it really happened. <laughs> and let's end it there. Thank you, Andrew. I love Bye. you too. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.